0: This is Rachel McElroy.
1: Hello, this is Griffin McElroy.
0: And this is wonderful. I
1: don't have anything.
0: Oh well, that's a shame. You I want know. me to go for a the, little bit? You
1: saw me like flexing and starting to get the wind up going, but I don't mm-hmm. actually have anything.
0: Mm-hmm. We got some fall weather over the weekend, which was real exciting. And
1: you know, I was gonna say something about fall weather, but then I remembered how boring that would be.
0: Well, it's super unique for us. Like we have yet to experience anything below eighty degrees, and we got our first taste.
1: It's true. <laughs> went outside. That was exciting. Made a snowman. Uh, just like Calvin and Hobbes. (laughs) It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And what else? Big uh, snowball fight down at the big park. Uh, The mayor came down and we just had a great time. So yeah, yeah, that's not a bad intro. (laughs) Something about pumpkin spice lattes and how people who, if you, we can say something funny like, if you drink, if you drink pumpkin spice lattes. You're bad. You're, you are bad. Millennials. Millennials drink the pumpkin flavored coffee drink. What's next? Avocado lattes? Oops. That's funny. That could be a good <laughs> intro. Uh, politics. Whew. Mm-hmm. Something is. This- always going we on put
0: there. a slide on our deck
1: we put a slide on our deck and that that's was a little
0: good. moment of triumph for our son
1: yeah rachel was like wow you really set that slide up very quickly and i said it was two screws <laughs> that i had to screw downward so which is the easiest direction to screw a screw i get so psyched when i get to screw a screw downward so i don't have to hold it up or anything like that yeah so yeah that was fun okay i think that's enough intro all right this is wonderful this is a show where we talk about things that we like and we're into that is good. I'll do the small wonder first and okay. give you time to think of it. Uh, Masaman curry is very good. I had it for dinner last night and lunch today because that's how curry works, I think. I think curry is designed for leftovers because I always it, have it.
0: What makes it a uh, matzaman?
1: Uh, it is uh, I, I, it's extremely peanutty, like extremely, mm. extremely. It's peanutty. Usually a brown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and honestly, I'm not sure. Other than the fact that it is like, l- like, um, light peanut butter mm. essentially with potatoes and whatever the hell in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Works we have for me. We have a Thai restaurant. I mean, we have a ton of like Thai restaurants in town that are all good, but there's one that I just started getting their Mossman curry every time, and holy shit, it's really good. Do you have any small?
0: I do, and it's actually a big wonder. I wanted to publicly, again, uh, because I have done it personally, thank one Griffin McElroy for sacrificing himself so that I could go to ACL yesterday and see musical artists with our friends.
1: Folks, (laughs) we are on the wildest hot streak Of
0: the last babysitter
1: cancellations
0: literally the last three outings that we have planned over the this is like several months uh, we have planned dates for ourselves and had two different babysitters fall through. All three times.
1: So tired. So tired. Would love to leave the house with you, though. Damn. Yeah. I
0: mean, technically, we did our friend Bristol watched our son, so we could go. Oh, we went and saw Sigrid. See Sigrid on Friday, and that was that incredible. was really
1: cool. We we met a bunch of y'all there, which was great. Uh, had a couple yeah. people tell us that that was like how they found out about Sigrid. So this
0: is real nice. It was really
1: nice. It was really cool. Um, yeah, I think you go first this week. What is your uh, what's your first little subject there? Ooh. On the laptop this time. On the laptop. Rachel's going digital.
0: <laughs> Only this week. Don't get used to it. Okay.
1: All
0: right. This is gonna open up a whole new world for us. All oh, right. Because I'm gonna say this and then it's like all everything's on the table. Okay. My small or my regular wonder. Yeah. One might say large wonder. Yeah. Hands. Just hands, just hands are incredible wow. and wonderful. Wow. Right? Anything can be, anything can be a topic now.
1: So Rachel's eyes are kind of bloodshot <laughs> and she's staring at me in this sort of like, um, I would say panicked, but I know you're not panicked, but that's like the face you're giving me right now. You are shuddering, <laughs> not, not shaking as much as you are shuddering. And so that's. Hmm. It's
0: like we had a room in our house that we didn't know existed and I just opened the door yeah. And it was full of hands. This
1: is the the Terrace House wedding suite, where it's yes. just when two people get together, a door apparates, and then they can go in there and, I guess, kiss and stuff? Um, okay, hands. Hands. Yeah, let's do it. How many
0: bones do you think are in these things?
1: Uh, let me think. I know there's more than one bone per finger, so I know it's more than 10. Yeah. Uh, you have a shit ton of, like, metatarsals, but that's the foot, yes? Anyway. There's
0: tarsals and metatarsals.
1: There's tarsals and metatarsals. I think that's the foot. I think those are foot bones. Phalanges
0: are up top,
1: right? Carpal's is there metacarp. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. I'm going to say in each hand or in both hands combined. In one hand, one hand. In one hand, I'm going to say there are 26 bones.
0: You are so close. It's incredible. There are 27.
1: Oh god!
0: (laughs) Oh damn! That would have been so tight. Wow! Shit! That
1: would have been cool.
0: You're so good at guessing.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Did you ever
0: win one of those jelly bean
1: jars? Uh, uh, yeah, but I did it by doing like a uh, I counted the beans at the bottom, and then I counted from the bottom to the top, and then I counted from side to side. So I get width, depth, and height. And then I
0: you're acting like that's cheating, but that's like probably the best way that's to do, how it. You do it. Sure. Uh,
1: yes, I have one more.
0: Twenty-seven bones. Damn, I was so close. Um, I I was thinking. I think a lot. So so I have mentioned the to Griffin. I have had a lot of trouble writing recently, but there's this idea i came up with over a year ago now and put it in my phone uh and i still haven't figured out how to work it into a poem but i wrote down the phrase the hand is also a cup huh and i think about that a lot of that like a lot of the tools and things you purchase are things that you can actually just do with your hands you know?
1: Okay. I made jokes <laughs> about you being like high as hell earlier. <laughs> you're not getting any farther away from that. I mean you're right, and that is an evocative line in a poem.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> but saying that your hand can be, why buy anything when you can do it with your hand?
0: I just, this just is looking
1: around the room. There's a hammer <laughs> sitting on the floor. I was doing I a pound little, pound a nail just with that, that shit right in there with your big, powerful fist. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. There's a computer.
0: No, I was just thinking like the act of like bringing water to your mouth with your hand is kind of incredible in itself.
1: Mm. You know, and very
0: like, um, you know, prehistoric, I guess. Uh, and then you know the, the shadow puppets and the sign language and the, the handshakes and the I mean, there's just there's so much you can do with this thing. you know? Oh I just, well, that's <gasps>
1: funny. Well, you've listed four like important functions I but they're all
0: say. very um, different things.: They
1: are very different things, but I will also add that there are 112 million other things you can do with a hand. That's w- why I'm bringing it.: Okay, cool. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're on the same page.
0: Uh, there is an estimate, I don't know where this came from, but that the fingers on one hand are bent and stretched about 25 million times over the course of a lifetime. Hmm. Uh, there are...
1: Th- <laughs> I'm a gamer, so...
0: Yeah, so probably a little more than that. Uh, there are a total of 17,000 touch receptors uh, in your hand, and there are over 30 muscles
1: in your hand. Cool. So uh, incredible. Yeah, I, um, I mean... I think some of mine have fused together because, again, I am a gamer, and mm. so the muscles for jumping, the muscles for getting Master Chief Gun, <clears throat> those ones are too big. And so other <laughs> muscles had to leave and now live in the wrist. I think that's what Carpal Tunnel is.
0: Do you think your muscles worked your way up into your hands and so that oh. maybe they left... They left your back, which is why your back hurts it's all the time. maybe. They migrated into your hands.
1: Or maybe it's the way I'm literally sitting right now, almost mm-hmm. crisscross applesauce hunched mm-hmm. over. Uh, that is the reason why.
0: I read a lot about uh, this thing called the power grip. Ooh. Uh, which is the idea of the thumb and all four fingers coming together. Uh, to and create like a locking mechanism. Okay. So a lot of times you're using your thumb, your pointer, and your middle finger to do a lot of the kind of the pincer grasp that we learned about when our son was little. Right. But the idea of bringing the the ring and the little finger around creating the real power grip, like the Ooh. real tight grasp. Ooh, that does feel know? strong.
1: Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> wow, that's so strong. <laughs> Give me something to score you. I'm gonna crush this can. Oh my god! Wow, that was like nothing.
0: <laughs> uh, and then you know, of course, our thumb—the
1: oh, th- the humble, the imposable
0: thumb—that thumb really, really makes the difference between us and most of the, most of the creatures, right? And the, you know, the thumb wars. I didn't even bring up thumb wars earlier, but thumb wars, paper, Another rock, scissors—you can
1: do with hands. Yeah, man. High fives. High fives. Mm-hmm. Uh, pleasure.
0: Well, yes. Bringing food to your mouth.
1: Hopefully you washed your hands first, though, (laughs) after the pleasure.
0: I just, I, there are, there are many wonderful things in the world. Some of them are, you know, cute animals. And some of them are just having a hand attached to your arm. Yeah. They can do some incredible things.
1: It's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I do my first thing? Speaking of cute animals. Yes. I have a new favorite holiday on Earth. Which is a big deal for me because I love my holidays. Um, sorry, Christmas. Sorry, Thanksgiving. Sorry, Halloween. All of them take a back seat to Fat Bear Week. Mm. Fat Bear Week is a special thing that's entered my life this year. It's been going on for a long time, but for whatever reason, it just like made the news cycles this year. I hadn't
0: heard of it until you told me.
1: Yes, that that was the same boat that I was in. I it had its it had its fan base before now, but I think this is the year where it's really blowing up because I think this is the year where we really need. To see these big bears, uh, this is this is. I mean, it is kind of in the title. It is a week long uh, tournament of bears that live in the uh, Katmai National Park and Preserve in southwest Alaska. Uh, it's a four million mile wide um, stretch of land, and it is estimated that there are 2,000 bears living there. Uh, and they're very plugged in, this national park. They are very connected to the web, very web savvy. They have webcams where you can just go and watch live streams of streams with bears in them, getting salmon. And Rachel shaking her head, no, what's wrong?
0: No, see, now I am thinking of this as a competition among the bears. I'm thinking of a reality television program in which the bears do testimonials where they talk about how they're not there to make friends. Right. And, you know, they're
1: bulking up for Fat Bear Week. (sighs) Yeah, that would sully the majesty (laughs) of Fat Bear Week. I want to stress, these bears are not the subject of mockery. This is not what Fat Bear Week is all about. Uh, it is about these bears that are getting ready for hibernation by eating yes. a metric shit ton of food. Yes, uh, up to uh, estimated up to forty pounds of food a day. Holy shit! Wow. Holy shit! And the the reason they do that is because you know when they sleep through the whole damn winter, they lose uh, a third to a half of their total body weight. Uh, So when they wake up, they have they have disintegrated, essentially. So they need to get uh, they need to become absolute units before that happens. Uh, And so Fat Bear Week is sort of a celebration of this hard work and dedication. And it's that joyousness of the event and the thing it is celebrating that makes it just so uh, just so endearing. These big, beautiful bears could survive a meteor impact. They are so big and wonderful.
0: So to clarify, it's not like a hot or not bear versus bear It is a hot or not bear. Oh, bear. okay. Well, there's okay, a tournament
1: okay. and they stack two bears against each other and then it goes through the whole week, Fat Bear Week, until you end up with just one this year. <laughs> uh, the names are great. I, I, I found this really interesting. The Cadmai Rangers, who like arrange the, um, you know, the contest and obviously care very much about these animals. They try not to anthropomorphize them because they think it's important not to do that with wild animals living in a wild setting which was fascinating to me but uh some of them do have like names that have just stuck but mostly it's a three-digit number that they that they are uh so last year's winner was let me find it uh bead nose the 409 bead nose and this bear was so like its belly dragged on the ground as it walked it was so dope it was so dope bead nose didn't show up this year went MIA. Nobody's quite sure where Beadnose is. I've got an APB out. We're going to look out for Beadnose this year. uh, We're looking at 747 or 747, which is very appropriate. And uh, another favorite was 435 Holly and they went up and 435 Holly took the crown congratulations 435 Holly you are so big I have never loved an animal so much I would (laughs) die for you 435 Holly
0: I'm so worried about Beadnose now because a part of me wonders if the other bears you know dethroned him in a more sinister way it's
1: possible Beadnose stocked up on so much shit that like still sleeping they're sleeping through (laughs) neck he's gonna get two Uh, there is an amazing NPR story about this where they interviewed a park ranger named uh, Naomi Boak who uh, was a fan of 747 and she, she had a quote where she said he was so big he looked like he was ready to hibernate in July. He's the size of two bears. <laughs> There's just so many good things about this story. Like, hibernation is super neat. The amount of work that goes into it is yes. admirable and deserves praise far and wide. Uh, and Katmai just seems really beautiful. And they're just, like, really jovial about this whole thing. Again, like, you can watch streams. I spent a long time today watching some highlights of these bears just, I like, love catching salmon.
0: The idea, too, of, like, hibernation hacks where, like, the bears have worked together to say, okay, you know what? Here's what I do. Here's my regimen. You know, I eat 75 fish. Right. You can't stop there. You got to keep going. But so I'll drink some water. And then three o'clock, I go back. You know, but this time, berries.
1: Yeah. And they're just like, they've figured <laughs> out. <laughs> Somebody gave them the rocks eating schedule. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Where he ate like uh, it was definitely he, some white fish yeah. every like 35 minutes. Yeah. Um. Yes. So I, I, another really good thing about it, and this is a slight bummer, is that the ecosystem up there is changing because of global warming. And so it's like thought that it is going to be tougher for these bears to get nice and big. And, you know, a side effect of that is like lots of people are paying attention to Fat Bear week now and... Therefore, lots of people are paying attention to this, like, precious ecosystem that is uh, being affected and hopefully taking action about it. Which, speaking of, if you, like me, enjoy these bears, please go look at these bears. They're wonderful. You can become a supporter of uh, of Katmai if you go to Katmai, that's K-A-T-M-A-I, conservancy.org, and you can support them. You and I have a pin coming our way. Oh, a pin that has a big bear on it. Very excited to get this pin That's So uh, when you support them, are you
0: just like... Like buying them like a uh, big pile it send of... It's them some McDonald's.
1: Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. Just
0: big pile of peanut butter jars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are going to... You don't know about this shit yet? You're going to love it. I'm just going to drone drop some some of my favorite uh, sinful cheat day. Here's a bunch of... For me, it would just be like, here is a whole big travel bag of Sour Patch Kids. Enjoy, bears. Oh, you don't like it? Yeah. You are, you are bears. Hey, can I steal you away? Yes. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, There's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis website design
0: To get 50% off. Can I tell you about our next sponsor? Of course you can. It's
1: Rothy's. Hi, Rothy's.
0: I am super excited about Rothy's right now. They've got some fall looks out there. Oh, shoot. They got kind of a pink shoe, which I'm really thinking hard about, like a pink loafer. Mm. And um, Don't just think about it. Take the plunge. Thinking about it, though, and I may take that plunge. But first, can I tell the listeners
1: about Rothy's? Yes, of course. Okay.
0: Uh, We've mentioned before, they are made out of recycled plastic water bottles, uh, but they include fun designs and color, as I mentioned. And so they're not just good for the environment, they're just, they look good on your feet.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, They always come with free shipping and free returns and exchanges, so there are no worries involved. Go to rothys.com slash wonderful to get your new favorite flats, that's rothys.com slash wonderful, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash wonderful today.
1: Did you spell it? No. That's R-O-E. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com. That's the song I wrote for them. Slash I, wonderful. Slash wonderful. Okay, here's a message for future CC from past CC who says, "2019 isn't what you expected, huh? I am so proud of you for chasing your bliss and not letting fear get in the way. Keep looking for small wonders and you will find them. Maybe big ones too. Shout out to my dog Buffy, to Cat for taking uh, for talking me into Taz, and to every other friend listening now. You guys rock and best past CC. I don't know why I said it like that." <laughs> Did you hear that? Best. I like both CCs. Yeah, sure.
0: You know, I don't, I don't know if what present CC is doing, but I, past CC is a good indicate yeah. that present CC is also good.
1: Just hope future CC doesn't come back to try to assassinate Ooh. past CC in an either looper or Gemini man I haven't seen it yet style. <laughs> But boy, we got to get out to Gemini, man. This is two Will Smiths fighting each other in 120. Is that per what it second. is? I don't know Fuck anything yeah, it about is. it
0: other than that it's Will Smith.
1: It's not Will Smith. It's Will's Smiths.
0: <laughs> do they interact with each other?
1: They fight each other.
0: Oh, Griffin. We may have to do another bonus episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's your what? Can you read the next message?
0: The next message is for Taylor. It is from Allison. Happy 30th birthday to the queen of the Magikarp herself, Taylor Wilkerson. Sorry I left the mansion to return to New Jersey, but consider this Jumbotron as a promise to return to Pittsburgh again soon. Thanks for introducing me to the McElroy clan, and I think you're cuter than Fiona the hippo. Oh, crap. I forgot my tea on the counter again.
1: Let's not go saying things that we can't take back. hmm about fiona fiona the hippo that's a good hippo
0: that's a really good hippo
1: i take it back i would die for that hippo that's the order
0: and the bears
1: no if the if there was a bullet, if there were two bullets coming for either of them i would jump in the way of it you know but the hippo could take one shot and you know what the bear could take one but not me i take it back accident of realizing that i have accidentally uh pulled my pants down (laughs) listen
0: and subscribe at maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast
1: it's like if the guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist
0: can i tell you my second thing yes Okay, this one, I you know, I can't tell if you really enjoyed the hand or not, but I, I feel like you'll be on board for this one.
1: I loved the hand.
0: You did? I loved it. Okay. Is this
1: But if this next one's feet, I'm going to walk out of the studio. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> because you're going to take that in a direction that I am not <laughs>
0: comfortable with. <laughs> no, this is all about uh, waste management systems. All right. I am very, very grateful that I can put trash out on a curb and it is taken away from me. Right. And I think that that whole service deserves a little recognition.
1: All of them, man. We just mm. got a composting bin. We did. We have a recycling bin and we do, We are always filling that fucking thing up. Uh, and we just got this composting bin and now I'm having to like change my whole worldview around this bin.
0: I love I all our bins. I know. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of the humble beginnings of waste removal. There are roots, of course, in Ben Franklin.
1: As there are in so many of our trash-related advancements.
0: (laughs) He started the first street cleaning service and encouraged the public to dig pits to dispose of their waste. Okay,
1: not bad. Probably, I also am not sure how we do it today. I just assumed that's what was up.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, in in the olden days, and you've probably heard about this on Sawbones, actually, because this is the roots of the plague are in this, of people just leaving their decaying matter out in the street. Right. Nobody would do anything about it, and people
1: would get sick. uh, Why would people go out? If I went outside and there was, like, dookie and empty white claws everywhere, like, I would stop going outside, (laughs) which I kind of already have, so...
0: Of all the two things that you would pick, there it was an interesting, it was a real Mad Lib style Thank combination. You. Uh, so the the roots in the American system, eighteen eighty five, New York developed the first comprehensive system for garbage management. Um, but this was a long road ahead <laughs> of that. Uh, it wasn't until nineteen fourteen that they started incinerating garbage, right? Um. And there were about three hundred of them in operation from the U.S. through Canada. And then during this period, they were doing the horse-drawn system.
1: Oh, right, where they so like th- a
0: horse carriage would take away your garbage.
1: Right, we didn't have the big chomper yet.
0: Um, then we turned to motor cars, um, but this still involved the drivers, like you know, physically like lifting the garbage up to put right. into the truck, which was very hard on these individuals uh around 1920s the rear loader was developed it lifted the garbage can from the back to the top of the truck and allowed more efficiency
1: okay so here's baby steps
0: yeah and how much do you remember i still get kind of a thrill watching that can go up there and (laughs) dump the trash in
1: yeah i mean now it's all robots (laughs) yeah i feel like Mm -hmm. or robot it's sorry it's robot arms that grab the cans and fling Mm -hmm. it in which is like that's a big wonder right there. Holy crap. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I also remember like being younger in Huntington and like watching the like guys go by and grab yeah. it and throw it in the back. Well,
0: and this is what's crazy. So in 1915, they change or not, sorry, ni- <laughs> 1950. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a big difference there. In 1950, they changed to the side load process, which was the, hydraulic powered blade. Whoa. Um,
1: what is that?
0: That it like, it packs the the garbage in there. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. that's when it
1: started chomping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So trash collecting is super dangerous job. Right. Not just because a lot of people are lifting heavy things, but also they're out in the middle of the road. Right. Um, Austin in September, 2019 just came up with a law um, which is part of a national effort to get motorists to uh, move over and slow down for waste collection vehicles. Oh. Uh, so this just started in September, which is the idea that you know you could get ticketed if you are observed like not obeying this law, okay. which is which is a good step. I um, also found that like it's something like ninety nine percent of you know waste management people are men, but there is you know there is one percent that are women out there, and it's important you know to recognize that um this is just one of those services that is so necessary um that makes my life so much easier Uh, and i am i am so grateful that it exists um especially in those early days of henry where we our garbage can was just constantly full
1: of human waste (laughs) yes for the most part yes
0: yes uh i i I think about it every time our garbage is picked up. It's just like, oh, thank God.
1: Thank you. I thank don't God. know what I would do without you. <laughs> yes. Whatever I do would be extremely short-sighted and extremely like unhealthy, Yes. yes. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I would just hide it under the house, <laughs> I think, is where it would go. Hey, can I tell you about my second thing? Yes. My second thing is fun, autumnal, f- autumnal farm fun. Autumnal farm fun. Okay. I'm lumping a few things in with this. Uh, When I think about like my most powerful sense memories, I'm talking about autumnal farm fun. Like I can remember extremely clearly a night where I think I was with my church youth group and we were out at a farm outside of Huntington and I was on a hayride after going on a corn maze. So my feet were all like muddy and I got on a hayride with my friends and me and one of my friends were talking about our crushes on this hayride while we were listening to Sugar Ray. <laughs> and it was really cool out and I just had some cider. Like I remember everything about that hayride. And my memory is like garbage, especially from when I was a kid. But I remember so much about that night because it's just all kinds of autumnal farm fun were happening.
0: Now when you say listening to Sugar Ray, yeah. was Sugar Ray on it was on
1: whatever was uh the vehicle that was towing the hay wagon was playing some sugar ray
0: oh see i like it better if the band sugar ray was sponsoring the hay
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe no this was when sugar ray was like hot as hell uh which actually that could have been any time including today so i apologize for not being more specific i just love you know farm farm fun around the fall fall farm fun pumpkin patches Corn mazes, hayrides, apple picking—whatever, man, I like it all. There's an apple or, or there's a pumpkin patch like farm adventure zone area here <laughs> in Austin that we take uh, we've taken Henry to before, and it's just a bunch of pumpkins. Apparently, it's even it's
0: even better now. Our friends just went over the weekend, and there are even more new new exciting features. There's like an archery section now. Do
1: you shoot the pumpkins?
0: You know, I don't even know.
1: I don't want to shoot the pumpkins. I
0: just know that there's archery.
1: Okay. There's slides and stuff and yeah. tetherball, but mm-hmm. there's also big pumpkins.
0: Yeah. And, and fun fall foods and
1: musical acts. and, and Yeah. Tetherball. Did I say tetherball already? You did say tetherball. It's ball. fun. It's a good game. Mm. Um, yeah. And when you're, it's the weekend and you have a toddler, sometimes you, you just need a place to be. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you just need to be at a place, yeah, uh, and it's good for that. Hay rides, I have an especial like fondness for. Although I do think that all these fall farm fun activities—it's hard to say that fall farm fun activities are designed to just like yoink money from city slickers like myself. Uh, you know,
0: I don't think I've ever been on a hay ride. You're kidding me. I don't think I have. Now, see the big thing in Missouri. Was apple picking, Yeah. and you did have to ride out on a like a cart style vehicle right. to get to the apples. But I don't remember there being hay on it.
1: I have never gone apple picking because I am not oh. sure where you do that. I don't think they have apple here in Austin. I think you no. have all my friends in New York have apple.
0: I mean, you need a fall season,
1: which we yeah, do which not we have. do not get. And so, do I have to go go to New York for apples?
0: I mean, they they do have apples in Missouri. I did do the picking there.
1: What kind? Do you get to decide which kind you pick? Is it like the World of Coke Museum where you get to try all the different apples? Oh,
0: gosh. I can't remember if there are multiple varieties of apple there. Why? Mm. Is that a deal breaker
1: for you? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have options wherever okay. I go. Because what if I eat one apple and it's nasty? I want to mm-hmm. try another one. I can never remember what kind of apple I like. Do you know what kind of apple you like? Uh, yes, I mean Honeycrisp. Honeycrisp. Yeah, uh, I mean, gala's pretty good. Yeah.
0: Um, don't like Red Delicious. No, no. That's no. a real. Well, misnomer. that's a bacon
1: apple. That's a. That's a. <laughs> you. You have to put some other shit on that to make it mm-hmm. taste good. Anyway, uh, hay rides, hay rides actually have a history of like, let's take these these uh, city folk for all they're worth by charging them to ride around on hay. Um, because hay rides used to be like a thing you did in the hay farming season, like because you would have to take the hay from one place to another oh. and you would just have somebody in there with it. Uh, And it was like kind of a sweet gig because you got to like chill out for just a little bit during this like really hectic time. Um, And then the idea of hayrides was kind of like romanticized in like uh, early literature uh and so like kids books especially and so people from the city started to like come out to like show their kids these hay rides and go on them uh the hay ride as we know it has changed because back then it was literally like a huge pile of slippery wet hay that you would ride 15 feet off the ground on top of and so they stopped doing that and now it's mostly just wagons with a few hay bales in it yeah um but i i always i always thought it was so romantic don't you think so? A hayride? It's so romantic. I mean, all I can think of is how itchy it is, though. It's not itchy. You're wearing jeans and a light jacket. Mm-hmm. The light jacket's protecting you. And if it's hay bales, like, there's not a lot of stragglers jabbing out.
0: I mean, okay, here, here, let's think about this. Okay, regular truck. Yeah? Just sitting in the back of a regular truck, fall season, Ew. listening to music, Ew. driving around slowly. Is that truck bed clean?
1: Probably sure. not. Sure, It's probably not. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying, maybe it's the act of being outdoors in a slow-moving vehicle in in the fall season more uh, than it is the hay itself.
1: Now, in that farm outside of Huntington, they didn't go very slow. They would haul ass in these hay rides. Because <laughs> what's the worst that's going to happen? You fall into yes. hay, oh, or off the car. There's off no the hay. car. There's probably no car. There's no hay outside of the How car. How many
0: people you fit in in one of those hay rides?
1: You know, six to eighteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> depends so it depends on how big it can be. A, kind of an intimate romantic group, or it can be
1: just way too many people and a little scary. You sit, a little, you sit close to your, uh, you know, your sl thigh to thigh, jeans to yeah. jeans, listen to Sugar Ray. That's nice. I thought
0: you said find a thigh. <laughs>
1: Did I say find a thigh? No, I think you said thigh to thigh. Oh, yeah. But I heard
0: find it as... Find a thigh? I heard it as find a thigh.
1: That sounds like... You know how you occasionally see commercials for, like, party games from the 1960s? <laughs> yes. And they are That's all... That's what Twister
0: used to be called. Yeah, and they're
1: all, like, exclusively, like, very sexual. I saw one of those, like, recently. Like, somebody posted on Facebook, like, 60s kids, remember this? And it was just, like, a hoop. And it was like, try to get two people through the hoop at the same time. And it's like, <laughs> hey, 60s moms and dads, y'all were so fucking horny. Y'all were so horny all the time. And I realize that, like, my generation can't say anything about that, but, like, yeah. good Lord. Just, like, don't frame it. I don't want Milton Bradley to be involved with you two, like, you know, getting, getting into Keep it up, kids. Yeah. Get a little closer. Tie your belts together in this new game from Hasbro uh corn mazes are dope too you ever done a haunted corn maze oh
0: i don't think i've ever done a corn maze griffin i am realizing re- oh my I'm, god i am realizing that your life is much more wholesome than mine
1: you're just now realizing <laughs> yes, that i could have put that are you out of your earlier. mind
0: i just i grew up in a very midwestern area where where things like hay rides and corn mazes were a plenty and somehow i never set foot in either.
1: yeah well let me tell you haunted corn maze extremely extremely scary Things are chasing you. You can't see them all the time. It's extremely scary.
0: I did go to an outdoor haunted event, but I don't remember a maze
1: being incorporated into it. It's scary. Mm -hmm. It's scary. I bet. Now, a regular corn maze, still very scary. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because you think the whole time something's going to come out of that corn at you, even though it hasn't been advertised as a haunted corn maze. Can I
0: ask you a logistics question? Yes. So corn mazes, Mm -hmm. I guess it's held on farmland where people are already growing corn, or is it? brought in for the maze purpose i'm very confused as to how a corn maze is constructed
1: pretty sure with corn i don't know that they bring the corn in like
0: where did your corn maze take place
1: at a farm okay so, yes okay. I so they, imagine aren't, they, they are. aren't
0: like dropping corn stalks into Ritter park no. Okay. Okay. That would be wild. I was very confused about how this works. I don't think that's how
1: corn even works. I don't think so either. Corn is the best thing. I'm glad it's a corn maze because corn is like undoubtedly the scariest vegetable. It's yeah. so tall. It's pointing like a knife. The little sound it makes. The sound it makes? You know, when the wind whips through. Give me that. Can I have that sound? Corn, 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 corn. corn, corn. <laughs> it says its own name. Corn, corn. corn, corn I hate corn, that. Corn. Uh but I love maze. I don't know man, I just love I love I think I just love fall. And I think I romanticize it so much cuz we get it for like 8 days here in Austin. I know. But that's okay. I had plenty I had a nice long life of fall before I moved here <laughs> into ever summer. Uh, I think that's it. You want some submissions from our friends at home?
0: Yes, I would love it.
1: Kaylee says, I've had the pleasure of going to an NHL game and an NFL game this weekend, so my wonderful thing this week is when people see themselves on the Jumbotron. That moment of seeing someone talking to a friend or family member, then immediately uh, perking up and dancing while they see themselves on the screen is absolutely delightful to see. I'd love to see different people's smiles.
0: Yes. Oh, that's so true. And also, can I tell you, we're in this weird sweet spot right now, where baseball, hockey, and football are all happening. Wow, kind of weird.
1: That is a little bit weird. Yeah. I think. I think. I think I might do hockey this year. I think I might watch hockey like a regular sports fan would. Isn't that I weird? Know.
0: I, I've i kind of started thinking, okay, maybe instead of just waiting until the
1: playoffs. Right. We've watched every Blues game I'll so watch far. I'll the whole season. It's very strange yeah. to me. I haven't done that since like 2010. I watched, uh, you know, not even all of the Reds games because uh-huh. that would be wild. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time. It's weird to watch it when the stakes are so low. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Where
0: like you still want them to win, but if they lose, it doesn't really matter.
1: Uh, I have one more here. This one's from Julia who says, my wonderful thing these days is cushioned insoles. They make cute shoes into comfortable shoes.
0: (sighs) (laughs) love this small wonder.
1: It's a really good one. When I was working as a... The ticket taker at the movie theater. Oh, Do you have had. some insults? Oh my god, yes! I yeah. had to have a, really any job at the movie theater other than like because of the like cement crew. floor
0: on your feet all yes,
1: day. Yes, it sucks so yeah. bad. Concessions too, like you just can't sit down.
0: I worked at a world market for several years, and the floor literally was cement. There was like nothing, no bounce at all. there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use for our theme song "Money Won't Pay." You can find a link to that in the episode description, and uh, to Maximum Fun for having us on the network.
0: Thank you, Maximum Fun, for hosting our show and all of the other great shows that you can find on the network, like One Bad Mother,
1: Switchblade Sisters, Heat Rocks, Heat Rocks, Beef and Dairy Network, Beef and Heat Network, the <laughs> co- collabo that they're working on. Very excited for that. Uh, yeah, well, that's all at MaximumFun.org. We have other stuff at macroy.family. And to take us out, I'm going to show Rachel some pictures of big bears, and uh, you all will get to listen to the sounds that she makes. Yes. That's 435. Holly, that's mine.
0: Oh, my my god! Yeah, you can see. Oh, the rolls. So good. I wish they had, like, before and after. They do. Oh, what a wonderful sight this is. (laughs) MaximumFun.org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.
0: I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And together, we host a podcast called Still Buffering, where we answer questions like, Why should I not fall asleep first at a slumber party? How do I be fleet?" Is it okay to break up with someone using emojis? And sometimes we talk about butts. No, we don't. Nope. <laughs> Find out the answers to these important questions and many more on Still Buffering, A Sister's Guide to Teens Through the Ages. I am a teenager. And I, I was, was two. two.
1: Butts, 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 butts. No. do you change your mind.